time for White Coat Wednesday. It is 6.54. We are joined by our medical correspondent, Dr. Mitch Shulman. Good morning, Dr. Mitch. Good morning to you, sir. I can't wait to hear about the comet. Okay. Well, I got it from, I think, May Day. So, you know, I steal all my best stories. Um, what is the skinny girl shot? It isn't. Please don't even go near it. It's a combination of things that really irritate your stomach, cause nausea, and that's the major reason why you're not able to eat. It's not that it has some miracle components in it that will by itself help you to lose weight. In this case, it's a combination of, I think, apple cider and honey and uh, cayenne pepper and other stuff like that. And look, if if you want to lose weight, then you want to combine those healthy ingredients. Do it in a healthy way. Don't take it as a shot, which is going to cause inflammation and irritation of your stomach and therefore nausea, vomiting, and maybe diarrhea. Um, But, you know, make a healthy salad with fiber and lean protein and the good fats, which will make you feel full and therefore you won't eat as much. And use an apple vinegar, an apple cider vinegar uh, dressing on it if you want. And you get all the benefits of these supposed magic compounds in a healthy way that will also make you feel full, will also provide you with good nutrients, and will also help control your appetite so you won't eat as much. That's a smart way of doing it. This skinny shot. I just don't, anyway, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I don't understand why people expect there to be a magic pill, a magic something that's going to melt weight away. It doesn't work that way. Well, and the reason we're talking about it this morning is apparently it's gone viral like so many other bad ideas on TikTok. Listen, let's keep moving because there's a bunch of interesting medical stories today, including sure. scientists confirming the worst day of the week for severe heart attacks. Can I guess? Is it Monday? You bet. Got it. So the answer is we should not work on Monday. We should just just make Monday disappear and not wake up and just eliminate it. (laughs) I wish it was that easy. It has to do with the fact that large study looking at people in Northern Ireland, uh, 2013 to 2018, I think over 10,500, and they look at the statistics. When were you most likely to come to the hospital with a heart attack? And it turned out mornings, and we've known this for a long time, between either 6 and 10 a.m. or 6 and 12 was the highest risk period of time. And lo and behold, the highest risk day was, surprise, surprise, Monday. And there are all sorts of hypotheses. We think it has to do with the natural rhythm in our bodies. And then as you're getting up in the morning, things are being turned on, increasing stress on your body. And that Monday, on top of that, many of us have the additional stress of, oh, my God, I have to go into work today or get my kid to school today. Uh, And so Mondays do tend to be a tougher day. And so it's not unexpected. Now, practically, what are you going to do? You're going to avoid mornings? You're going to avoid Mondays? You can't practically for most of us. And so the key thing is to figure out what is going on uh, and can we modify that, that, that response of the body or blunt it in some way and also get the word out to people that if they are having symptoms of a heart attack, like indigestion, like feeling in the pit of their stomach, uh, you know, as they're getting ready for work on a Monday, not to ignore it, that they are at risk. Um, and that that's a really bad time, and we should check them out. Okay, just another excuse to play the Boomtown Rats. Um, (laughs) So losing weight slows aging in the brain? If this is true, this is just incredible. So what they did was they built an, uh, an algorithm, a way of interpreting the age of a person by looking at their brain in a scan. And what they did was they took hundreds of people, with their real age, ran their brains in scans, and got an idea of what a brain should like look like for most normal, healthy people at age X. Then what they did was they did a study where they were looking at people for completely other reasons, and they were all overweight. They were all put on a variation of the Mediterranean diet. They all lost weight, and the key thing was 
would that change their brain? So they took a scan of their brain before they start this weight loss regimen. They then lost weight. 18 months later, they repeated the scan. And lo and behold, uh, for every certain percentage of body weight that they lost, they gained or their brain didn't age as much as it should have by as much as 8.9 months. And so there seems to be something in dieting properly, losing weight properly, that may actually keep the brain from physically aging. Now, the question is, does that mean the brain works better? They haven't gone that far yet. They weren't able to show that yet. Were they able to show that the brain is less likely to develop dimension, all that? They weren't able to show that yet. It's too quick, too short-term a study. But certainly it's intriguing that something as straightforward as weight loss um, could keep your brain from getting older, maybe that's an additional incentive to try and get that weight out. Okay, and there's more on these connections because apparently obesity changes the brain and you can't reverse that? Well, at least not in the short term. And this is also fascinating. Why is it that people have so much trouble keeping the weight off? Uh, You know, you can fat shame all you want, but at the end of the day, you know, people make a real effort and they just can't do it or they lose it and they gain it all back. Why? So they did was they took 30 normal people, normal weighted people, and they took people who were overweight, 30 of them. And they scanned their brain, and what they then did is they put a tube down into their tummy from their nose so that the food would, or the stuff that they were giving them would bypass any of the sensation in the nose, the mouth, the throat, anything like that. And they fed into their tummies uh, a solution of either water or fat or sugar. And then they took the functional MRI, and they found that certain areas of the brain lit up in a person who was of normal weight, signaling that you were full, and rewarding you by triggering the dopamine, the reward pathway. They did the same thing in these 30 obese people. Those pathways weren't lit up. It was as if the message didn't get to their brain, hey, you're full, stop, and the reward centers weren't turned on. They said, okay, let's get them to lose weight. 12 weeks, get them to lose 10% of weight using exercise and all this, rescan them. They still haven't come back to normal, to quote-unquote the lean weight person, the normal weight person. And so we don't know if eventually it will come back to normal, but it shows that there's something either that caused the obesity or was the result of the obesity. That they can't tell you. They can't tell you if it was genetic or if it was developed. But there's something in the brain that fails to signal that you're full and fails to reward you properly for having eaten the right amount. Okay. And we've got to figure out why that's going on to help people who are having struggle, struggling with keeping the weight off. Thanks, Dr. Mitch. Good to have you. A pleasure. Have a great morning. Our medical correspondent, Dr. Mitch Shulman.